Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what up, everybody? You are watching New York Knicks Now by Chat Sports. We are live here on a Tuesday afternoon. Late in September, and we have a bunch of Knicks news and rumors to break down. The Knicks, they did hire a new general manager. He's already pretty much been the general manager of this team for well over a year now, but we will break that down. We've got an injury update on Julius Randle from Tom Thibodeau. We'll get into that. Also, we have some reports on Emmanuel quickly. If a deal will get done or not before the contract extension deadline, also, the Knicks have traded Trevor Keels. Yes, the Knicks have traded Trevor Keels. We got a bunch of people, bunch of things to talk about on today's show. As uh, I'm, I don't know why I'm like jumping over here a little bit, but my man Seeps, what up, brother? What's what up? up what up? What up? How you doing? Hanging out here late on a Tuesday afternoon, getting ready for the NBA season. Uh, we're like 14 days away from Knicks training camp. Open it up. It is time to lock it in. It's time to buckle up because Seeps, Knicks basketball is back. Yeah, we're almost entering the greatest time, in my opinion, in the sports calendar. It's like November because, like, college basketball gets going on, think, pretty much the week of Thanksgiving is one of my favorite weeks. It's college basketball, hockey, basketball, every sport's ready to go. And the NFL is pretty much going to be like, what, 10 weeks in by then? Like, I'm pumped. I'm let's pumped. go, let's go. Let's get a real one roll call down in the chat as everybody starts to click on that push notification. We went live a little bit early on today's show. We were ready to rock and roll, so we decided to get it going. My man Crim's dad was in the chat. Rusty and Diana. My man Nope. My Knicks now, uh, Giants now subscribers hanging out. Ty Clemens, a real one. Emmanuel said, let's get this trade done. What trade? What trade are we trying to get done? Let me know. Nope says, where are the people? Emmanuel, I've been good, my brother. I've been good. Nope says, Knicks basketball is the best basketball. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Kirk Nelson says, what up, fellas? What up, what up? If you haven't yet, we would appreciate it if you did hit that thumbs up icon. The easiest way to support the show is just tapping the thumbs up icon. Oh, man, Knicks Galaxy down in the chat. Big shouts out to Nick's Galaxy. Nick's man. Galaxy. He's rich now. Nick's is Galaxy rich. is rich. He's loaded. He now. is loaded. I'm glad that that worked out that way. I, I wanted it to go to someone that always supports the channel, and you do, my man. So congratulations, brother. Congrats. My man Nope says I'm hanging out with y'all. That makes you a real one, my man. That makes you a real one. So I want to ask this question. I saw this going around on Twitter. This comes from the Strickland account. Good account. You can follow them over on Twitter. But they put all of the Knicks jerseys uh, in somewhat of a collage since ESPN has taken over uh, the jersey creators. So I wanted to ask y'all, of all of these jerseys, which one is your favorite for the New York Knicks? Um, you know, I didn't mind the Knicks jerseys this year, Seeps. I I've always thought a black jersey could be cool. 
Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the black jersey this year. I didn't really oh. like the navy one either. I really like the one that Emmanuel quickly is wearing on the top right, that blue one, like the statement one. jersey. I think that one is super fresh and super clean. I also like the one that Evan Fournier is wearing. I wouldn't mind if the Fournier one is the classic. Uh, they, have, they have the statement and the classic in the city. I would like to see the one Fournier is wearing as well as the one quickly is wearing back on the rotation. I don't year. hate the one Kemba's wearing. Kemba Walker, the black and orange with just yeah. New York. I like that as well. I like that one as well. Or even the Josh Hart one, bottom the, row. The navy blue, Josh Hart. I didn't I don't hate, mind it. I didn't hate the navy blues. I just like that blue that Quickly's wearing. That piece pops. Yeah. I like yeah, the blue. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the one Kristaps Porzingis is wearing. It's not my favorite. I think the one Jarrett Jack is wearing is, is, is kind of trash. Oh, that one's hideous. I think the one R.J. Barrett is wearing is okay at best. Uh, I don't really like the one that Alfred Payton is wearing. I don't mind the one Kemba's wearing. I do like the one Fournier wears. I, I kind of like the one Hart oh, is wearing. I don't really like the one Mitchell Robinson's wearing. I was going to ask you. I feel like that, that one's all right. I feel like the classic, I don't know, probably the classic whites might be my favorite, the one with Brunson's on. Yeah, the top two on the left are here to stay. That blue one is always going to be the Knicks away jersey, some sort of that. That home jersey is always going to look like that. But they're going to have two alternates this year, and I, I wouldn't mind if it's that classic one that Fournier's wearing yeah. and then the top right one, the statement one. I like both of those. Brunson I feel like they is could the have best. a better all-black. A better all-black, agreed. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't like the black this year with the big orange and then the orange and blue stripes down the side. Uh, I like the Kemba black better than the Mitchell Robinson black one. Yeah, me too. But like something like that Kemba black I feel like would look cool. Agreed. Got some real ones piling in. What up, Jay Lib? What up, Ty? What up, Charles Pommels Jr.? Sorry about your uh, Broncos, my man. I know you're, you're. You know what sucks? CPJ saw, was at the game, I, dude. I was gonna. Ask. I, w- I don't even want to call that a game, but dude. I mean, you go see your favorite team. Like, what is that like, CPJ? Like, that's brutal. And I think he was there with his his homies that were Dolphins fans, dude. Uh, like, what's worse, your team gets by fifty or they give up seventy points? Like. I'll tell you what, it's not fun watching your team lose 40 to nothing, that's for sure. My man Nope says, what up, Jay Liv? Peter Wynn is in the chase as pain. What up, Peter Wynn? What up, what up, what up? Lowell B in the chat as well. He says bottom left. Do we like the one Alfred Payne is where? I like the idea of New York never sleeps, but I just think like. There's too much colors around the, like you got a blue and orange. I don't know. I feel like the Knicks tried to get too cute with their. Kind of alternates. That's why I like the simple one Fournier is wearing. It's kind of it kind of resembles just a classic Knicks jersey, and the ones Quickly's wearing that bright blue, but more white New York and white number instead of orange compared to what it looks like. But we'll see. Once we get word on what jerseys the Knicks are going to be wearing this year, we'll keep you guys in the loop uh, on that. Before we dive any further into the show, though, I got to tell you guys about an awesome new sponsor we have. And that is Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That is prizepicks.com slash CLNS. And use the promo code CLNS. And they're going to match your first deposit of up to $100. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you versus the numbers. Instead of battling versus thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, 
and place your entry. You can already insert some lineups and start playing and getting ready for the season this upcoming year. They have already their stat projections for Brunson, Randall, and R.J. Barrett. All you do is select more or less. They have Brunson averaging 24.4. You think it's going to be uh, more or less than that? Julius Randle, 24.3, and R.J. Barrett, 19.7. I honestly did all of them. Uh, I selected more on all of those. Maybe I'm being a homer. But I think it's going to pay off, and I think, uh, I think I'm going to be feeling good about myself in a couple of months. Get hooked up with prize picks. They are the best. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS. They're going to be sponsoring the show for a while, and the easiest way to support the show is support the sponsor. I love it. I know Seeps love it. Uh, loves it. You guys are going to love it as well. Shout out to them. Yeah, no, get hooked up. They're sweet. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. I want to ask this question, Seeps. How many games are the Knicks going to win this season? How many games did the Knicks win this season? They won 47 last year. Brunson didn't play the final five games. Julius Randle didn't play the final five games. My man Michael Drake's in the chat. Peter Wynn sending a $10 super chat. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, CPJ says he's lucky I was under the influence. LOL. Ty Clement says, come on, chat room. Let's get those likes up for our guys. I appreciate you, Ty. We got over 60 Ty. people watching. If you haven't yet, hit that thumbs up icon. The easiest way is just uh, hit that little thumbs up icon. We're going to get more Knicks fans in here. Julian Alexander thinks the Knicks are going to win 52 games. Nope thinks they're going to win 52 games. JJ48, Jay Liv says 81, then changed it to 51. Ty Clement says 53, CPJ 51, and then Michael Drake 55. My man Peter Wynn says, let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks now by Chat Sports. Peter. My man Peter Wynn is the definition of a real one. Peter, I hope you're enjoying the offseason, my man. Uh, I am ready for the Knicks watch parties to be back where we can be hanging out. A bunch of times a week. Those were those were good times, man. Those were good times. Peter, thank you for always supporting the show. We'll do this. Um, if someone sends in a fifty dollars super chat, I'm gonna do, huh? No, no. How about this? Somebody sends in a fifty. Our Celtics today host and producer. What are we gonna make him do? Because someone just, sends he just, in... he just comes in the studio right now, starts yapping, yapping. Smitty, what do we do? Hop on the screen. What do we Smitty. do? Get him up here. You're, you're a closet Knicks fan. Welcome in, Smitty, uh, our resident New Yorker here at Chat Sports. Not a Knicks fan. Um, he is a Boston Celtics fan. And he's going to be doing Boston Celtics coverage for us. He comes in the studio and says, One month. One days. month. Yeah, well, I'm going to beat you on October 9th. I don't got to wait till the, till the regular season. Classic Knicks fan. Flexing the preseason. Yeah, fle keep flexing your second place finishes year after year. Yeah, congrats, man. Congrats. If someone sends a $50 super chat, I'm going to beer shotgun race Smitty. I'm beer shotgun racing Smitty. If someone sends in 100, he's doing a boot. If someone sends in 100, he's doing a boot. As Michael Henderson this it's is coming in. This We're is the bat signal right now. He's sending out the Rich Rob bat signal for the 50. Where is he? Where, where is, is he? he? Michael Henderson says, <laughs> where is Rich Rob for that 50 spot? We've got plenty of people that have, uh, that have sent in 50 before. 
Listen, we don't need to go to Jordan. Yeah, we don't always have to throw it to Jordan because we have Kobe on this team. We got LeBron. We got a prime Patrick Ewing. We got a whole bunch of studs out here. Charles Palmo says, how does it feel to get disappointed every season, Smitty? Celtics fans are the worst. They try to talk down on other teams, but the thing is they have been irrelevant since uh, that big three left that they, team. It just bothers me, bothers me because they act like they've been a blue blood franchise since 2000. They, they have just, one ring. One ring. One more than the Knicks. One, that's it. They Only have one, one more. more ring than the Knicks. Since Larry Bird retired, the Celtics have one more ring than the Knicks. Think about that. And they're just puffing the how, how about that second place finish in the Eastern Conference? We're so big and bad. We got Brad Stevens. We got Brad. Freaking losers. Freaking losers. Michael, we appreciate the $10 super chat, my man. Nope says the Knicks don't have a ring. They've got two. They've got two, my man. They've got two. CPJ says, wait, oh, wait, hold on. Has Smitty ever seen the Celtics win a chip? No. He was like two years old. He wasn't even a fan, he said. He didn't even watch every game in the finals when KG got it done for him. They had to go recruit the big ticket in Ray Allen. So CPJ F. Smitty is 100% correct. Sherwin. What up, Sherwin? He says, man, you quickly have shot less than 40% from the field for most of his NBA career. He had a very good second half of last season. Um, he was good all of last season, except for the playoffs. He was good all of last season. Also, that was just his third season in the NBA. So to say has shot less than 40% of the field for most of his NBA career is technically true, but it's only been a three-year career. And as a guy that was picked in the late 20s, seats, it's usually about that third and fourth year where they start to hit their stride. Yeah, and I feel like quickly he's kind of outplayed his draft value 100%. Yeah, he's about to get paid $100 million. Um, Sherwin, though, he, he, I love, he, lo I love IQ. He, he loves to hate except on Julius Randle. I think he told me Randle was once a top 10 defender in the NBA. Yeah. I can promise you that is not true. Quickly averaged 7.2 points. In the first half of the season, Sherwin. Are you sure about that? 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 <laughs> it, do Sherwin. you believe Sherwin? Type Y for yes, type N for no. Sherwin, if you're coming with those facts like that, they better be facts. He says 100%. He's doubling down. First 41 games. First 41 games of the season. He's saying quickly averaged what? 7.2 points, 2.1 rebounds, 1.7 assists. Not true. It's quite literally not true. Sherwin, are you spreading fake news around Is Sherwin here? spreading fake news? Because Dude. I'm looking at Emmanuel Quickly's first 41 games of the season, and uh, he shot better than 41%, and he averaged more than 12 points per game. Sherwin. Sherwin, are you spreading fake news here on YouTube? Sherwin. Do we need to flag you for fake news, oh, Sherwin? No. Come on. If you're coming with the heat, at least make sure it's right. Come on, dog. You can't be lying. Are you lying about those Julius Randle stats, too? Because, listen, Mark and I, I we, we trust you guys. You guys can say something in the chat. We'll trust y'all. But, Sherwin, you just lost the trust. Because I just looked it up. The first 41 games of this season, Emmanuel quickly averaged 12.2 points per game, four rebounds, 3.3 assists, shot 41% from the field. He's quiet now. He's has Sherwin left the building? He says Stat Muse has all the stats. Yeah, so does uh, this site called basketballreference.com. Not sure if you've ever heard of it. 
It's a really nifty site for looking up stats. Yeah. I actually was able to find out his average for the first half of the season through that site. I can give you a tutorial later, Sherwin, so you, to teach you how to, you can find those stats. Come on, I'm Sherwin. all cool with people having their takes. But if you're lying, you're getting fried. You lying, we're frying. Because that's, come on, dude, don't lie. Now I don't believe any of the stats you say about Julius Randle. I can't believe any of the stats that you say. Come on, Sherwin. Come on, Sherdog. I thought you were our boy. Come on, Sherwin. It's fake news. I thought we were dogs, Sherwin. <laughs> CPJ says I'm ready to roast. He already got roasted. Look, I like Sherwin. I love the positive energy he brings to Randall. And I'm actually going to tell you guys in a little bit I'm rooting for Randall this year. Uh, he just can't be doing that. This man said he averaged seven points in the first. <laughs> you can't be five points off. Come on, like Sherdog. Coming up on today's video, we got a bunch to talk about. A lot of news and rumors are surrounding this ball club. We're going to start with a Julius Randle injury update from Tom Thibodeau. Tibbs spoke to the media, and he let us know where Randle is at following that offseason ankle surgery. Also, Fred Katz of The Athletic put out an article and really gave us all of the juice and latest details when it comes to Emmanuel quickly and his possible contract extension. And also, the New York Knicks, they finally hired a general manager. They moved on from Scott Perry earlier this year. They have filled that role. Uh, we already know who it is if you don't stay tuned. And also, the New York Knicks have traded Trevor Keels. We're going to dive into all that coming up around the corner. But we are 13 days away from Knicks-Celtics preseason game number one. If you are excited for the preseason to get started and ready for our Knicks watch parties to be back, I need you to hit that thumbs up icon right now. You are watching Knicks Now by Chat Sports. I am Marshall Green. Let's dive into it. Julius Randle is expected to be 100% and ready to go for Knicks training camp following the ankle surgery he had this offseason after he hurt his ankle leading up to the NBA playoffs. Tom Thibodeau actually sat down with NBA.com and said this about Randall and his recovery. Quote, just steady progress. He's had a very good offseason. He'll be fresh and ready to go. If that's not the most Tom Thibodeau quote of all time, I don't know what is. This is great news, though, in all reality for the New York Knicks. Whether you want to blame Randall on the lack of success he had in the playoffs Due to that ankle injury or the fact he's just not a PTP or not a primetime player, you could choose whichever reason you want. But the fact is, he was hurt, and that had a direct reflection on his game and really his production. Was his defensive energy lousy? Yes. Am I using his ankle injury as an excuse for his defensive intensity? No. That needs to be better. But I understand, as a guy that was once an NAIA athlete, you know, the bottom of the barrel, injuries affect your ability to produce, and especially an ankle injury in an NBA playoff game. Randall was not 100%, but it sounds like he will be ready to go once Knicks training camp opens up next week. We've actually seen videos of Randall tra training so far this offseason. He has been working with Knicks assistant coach Johnny Bryant, and there was actually a video that went viral where Randall was filming Johnny Bryant, and he was like, yo, Bryant, he needs to be in jail for the workouts that he's putting us through, which tells me Randall, like always, is going to be in top physical condition and shape once the season gets kick-started. That's what really has separated him from the pack the last couple of years. The Knicks need Randall to be great again 
this season. Because that's what he was last year. 25 and 10, five assists, shot better than 43% from the field, around league average from downtown. Randall was really good in the regular season last year. And if the Knicks want to get back to being a top five seed in the Eastern Conference, Randall's got to do it again. I will say this about Julius. I think everybody knows that I am very critical of him because I believe he's one of the most talented basketball players in this league. But I am officially planting my flag right here. I am rooting for Julius Randle this year. Somehow, he has officially become the most underrated player in the National Basketball Association. All of these outlets across the, the interwebs are putting out their list of top players in the NBA. And Randle is always outside the top 50, which doesn't make sense to me. The math doesn't math. How can you be a two-time All-NBA selection by the media members who are putting these lists together and you don't make the top 50? You're always going to be better served if you can carry a team to the playoffs than not carry a team to the playoffs. I say all this to say this. It was cool when I used to hate on Julius Randle and when Seeps used to hate on Julius Randle and you and all your Knicks friends. That was fine when we used to hate on Julius Randle. But I'm not cool with the rest of the NBA and, and the disrespect that they continue to show to Randall. It's like that one friend you have. All your homies in your circle clown him. Can't dress, has dirty sneaks, and, and, and he can't pull anything. But when your other friend group starts making fun of that friend, it ain't cool. And I'm at that point with Randall. It's fine if we disrespect him, but I'm not going to let anyone disrespect him outside of this organization. I am riding with number 30 this year. And if you are riding with number 30 this year, type number 30. Julius Randle's jersey number down in the comments section. He has to be better in the playoffs, no doubt about it. He's the biggest X factor on this team. But I'm riding with him, and I've got his back this year because I am tired of the disrespect that he is receiving in the NBA. Type his jersey number, number 30, down below. Story number two on today's show, time is ticking when it comes to an Emmanuel Quickly contract extension. The Knicks have until October 23rd to sign Quickly to a long-term deal. If they do not get that done, Quickly is going to enter free agency next year with a restricted status, which means he can go out and negotiate with other teams. If he agrees to an offer sheet, the Knicks have X amount of days to match it. Fred Katz, though, of The Athletic, said this in a recent write-up. Based on conversations I've had with people in the know, there is optimism that a deal will get done with Emmanuel Quickly before the season gets underway. And the Knicks, they need to get this done. Look, Emmanuel quickly is one of the best players on this basketball team, and he is a huge part of the Knicks' success. The reason the Knicks were able to be so good last year was, one, was because he was an elite six-man. We know how special he was. Even if Sherwin wants to tell me a lie that he averaged seven points in the first 41 games, which is not accurate, we know quickly was special. And we know that he got better as the season went on. But the thing that I thought quickly brought best to this team was not just someone that could score off the bench. It was, one, someone that fits really well next to the best player on this team, Jalen Brunson, and, two, his lineup versatility and his ability to be productive in the starting lineup. Grimes goes down, quickly goes in the starting lineup. Brunson goes down, quickly goes in the starting lineup. R.J. Barrett goes down, quickly goes in the starting lineup. He was able to solve all of the injury needs for the Knicks in that starting lineup when it comes to positions from one to three. There's also a report out there that Emmanuel quickly wants $20 million per year. I have heard that he's looking for a deal around five years, $100 million. 
Bleacher Report actually put out an article predicting how much Emmanuel Quickly is going to get paid. We'll give you that prediction coming up in a second. But first, I got to tell you about my new favorite sponsor here on Knicks Now, and that is Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS, and they're going to match your initial deposit bonus, your initial deposit of up to $100. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling versus thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. Prize picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season, and I can't wait to use it during the NBA. I love the quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So this is what it looks like. It's going to show you a whole bunch of players with a whole bunch of projected stat lines. You simply select more or less. You can actually place lineups now for future NBA season totals. Here are the points per game that Price Picks has selected for three players on the New York Knicks. Daily fantasy made easy. Pick two plus players, and all you do is select more. Or less. I love it. You love it. Producer Seeps loves it as well. Pricepicks.com slash CLNS. That's pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Use that promo code as well to get your initial deposit matched of up to $100. All right. So Bleacher Report predicted how much Emmanuel quickly is going to potentially get on that contract extension from the New York Knicks. And this is what they had. They said the closest comp that they could make was when Derek White signed a $15.7 million starting salary a couple of years ago with the San Antonio Spurs. That was 13.95% of the salary cap, which now is $19.8 million. So they think quickly is going to sign a deal where the first year he's going to be paid about $20 million, which would come out to about four years, $83, $84 million or so. And I'm perfectly fine with quickly getting paid that much. But on the flip side, I'm also perfectly fine uh, with letting Emmanuel quickly test restricted free agency. Let him go see what his value is. Because when someone is restricted, the team that has the rights to that player holds all the power. I can let quickly go negotiate with the San Antonio Spurs or the Boston Celtics or whatever. And they come back and they tell me, hey, I'm going to go sign a four-year, $100 million deal with Team X. The Knicks didn't have final decision and final say-so to find out if they want to keep that player, and I don't think that's a bad space to operate in. Would like an extension to get done, but I do think that waiting for a restricted free agency could make some sense. What do you think the Knicks should do with Emmanuel quickly? Should they trade him? Should they let him enter restricted free agency? Or should they give him an extension? Type T for trade, RFA for restricted free agency, or if you think they should extend him before the season starts, type E. I'm cool with these two options, I'm not trying to trade my guy. All right, some more news bits to close out the show. The Knicks have finally named Gerson Rosas as the general manager for the New York Knicks. The Knicks hired him back in the 2022 uh, spring. He has been a decision maker for the Knicks for, the while, for a while. The Knicks did move on from Scott Perry a couple of months ago. But even though Rosas has been acting as the general manager for months at this point, it has finally been made official. He has been named the general manager 
of the New York Knicks. Woj broke the news saying ESPN sources. The Knicks promoted Gerson Rosas to senior VP of basketball operations. Rosas, who had been a turn, uh, team consultant for the past year, will be among organization's elder decision makers now. He was previously the Timberwolves president, Mavericks GM, and a Rockets executive. So it's Rosas, Leon Rose, Worldwide West, and Tom Thibodeau making the calls for the New York Knicks. This was expected for a while. He's actually not the general manager exactly, but that's uh, that's the role is going to be. He did join the Knicks back in February of 2022 after being fired by the Timberwolves for uh, conduct detrimental to the organization. Uh, I don't really know the exact details on that, so I'm not going to expand about that. But uh, Rosas was the lead negotiator for the New York Knicks in the Donovan Mitchell trade talks dating back to last summer with the Utah Jazz. I'll say this. Uh, the Knicks didn't overpay. And he still may be a Nick in a couple of years. So I think Rosas, although we all wanted Mitchell here, myself included, may have made the right decisions and let that saga play out the way it did. What if he's a Nick in a couple of years and he didn't have to pay five first-round picks? It's a good move by Rosas. Let's close with this. Trevor Keels has been traded by the New York Knicks to the Iowa Wolverines, the G League affiliate with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He was the 2022 second-round pick for the New York Knicks. They have traded the G League rights. Westchester Knicks on Twitter broke the news saying the Westchester Knicks acquire the returning player rights to Matt Lewis and a 2024 first-round pick from the Iowa Wolves in exchange for the returning player rights to Trevor Keels. This is a first-round pick in the 2024 NBA G League draft, not the NBA draft, so I don't want that to be misconstrued. Uh, it's kind of a sad day, in my opinion, because... He's the last draft pick the New York Knicks have made. They didn't make a pick in 2023. And at some point, you can't ignore the draft forever. I mean, yes, you have Brunson and Barrett and Robinson and Grimes and Randall. And you drafted Grimes and you drafted Robinson and you drafted Barrett and you drafted quickly. Um, you drafted Jericho Sims. We didn't draft Brunson. You didn't draft Randall. Uh, you didn't draft Dante DiVincenzo. You didn't draft Josh Hart. You don't have anyone on this team from the 2023 NBA draft. You don't have anybody on this team from the 2022 NBA draft. Can you continue to operate a franchise without adding players to the NBA draft? That's something we will definitely find out about Leon Rose in this front office, especially with Rosas now being a head decision maker alongside Rose and Worldwide Wesley. We are 13 days away, though, from Knicks basketball being back. October 9th is around the corner, and we're going to be live on the channel, Knicks Celtics preseason game number one. If you're hyped for the season, hit that thumbs up icon right now. And remember, you can also give me a follow over on Twitter at Marshall Green underscore. I'm tweeting about the Knicks all day, every day. I want to follow some Knicks real ones back. So give me a follow and let's go Knicks. Woo! My stomach is full as hell from that boot. Jesus. Julian Alexander says, elder decision makers, LMAO. What is, <laughs> it is quite the phrase to use that, Julian. 100% uh, agree. That is quite the phrase. It's not the way I wrote it. It's the way uh, that they wrote it. Let me know, though, what should the Knicks do with Emmanuel quickly? Everybody that answers this right now, I'm going to be giving you a shout out. Should they trade him? Should they let him enter restricted free agency? Or should they give him an extension? 
Let me know what you think. I am cool with either one of these two options, but I don't like. I'm going to be happy if the Knicks extend, extend quickly because I think he's a great player. I think he's just scratching the surface of the type of guy he can be. I know how important he is to this roster, but at the end of the day, I'm never going to be mad at an organization for letting a player enter restricted free agency, seeing what his value is out there across the league. It eliminates an overpay, and you pay the right price. But on the flip side, you could also face a Jeremy Lin situation, like the Knicks faced, what was that, so many blue moons ago where the Rockets gave that poison pill contract to Jeremy Lin. Um, I'd say extension, but I don't think it, it, it's not going to be bad if the Knicks let uh, Emmanuel quickly enter restricted free agency. The thing, if you do that, is he goes out and has another killer season. His price may go up more than what it is right now. That's really the only bad side to that. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't mind making Emmanuel quickly prove it again that he could be a top six man in this league. And I still somewhat think that if the Knicks do make a trade, he's unfortunately going to be involved. We do have a mailbag to get to coming up in about 15, 20 minutes or so. If you want to be featured on our mailbag, just ask a question using hashtag Knicks down in the comment section or Super Chat. Or Super Jet. My man Johnson U is in the building. What up, J.U.? Says, would you do $25 million per year? <gasps> um, Is it like $25 million or I don't get him? Then yeah, I would do it. Because you could still trade him. You could still trade him. You can't lose him for nothing, man. And, and that's not going to happen. There's like a 5% chance of that, which I don't... That may even be high. There might be a 1% chance. Um... Are you giving quickly five years, $125 million? Yeah. I think I am too. Because yeah. I think in four years, that could be looked at as a steal with the new TV deals, the new cap numbers. What does Emmanuel quickly continues to get better? He's only been in the league three years. The only thing is, what if like with the Fred Van Fleet situation, what if something like that happens where a desperate team like the Rockets are like, you know what? I'm going to throw him 30 mil a year. Yeah, you could run into that. You could run into that. Because I can see, like, a bad team. Because, like, don't, don't you have to fill up, what's it, 80% of the cap? Yeah, it's like you got to fill up 80 or 85% of the cap. Like, now. what if a team tanking, they're just like, you know what, he's a free agent. He can be our young point guard. We'll give him a bag right now. That's the risk you run. I still think he gets dealt. I, I still think they don't, they don't extend him and he gets traded this year. That's my prediction. If they do extend him, they can't trade him for six months, and then six months carries over past the NBA trade deadline. So if they extend him, the soonest they could trade him is in the offseason of 2024. So I think Seeps is on to something here. If they don't extend him, yeah, trade rumors are going to heat up about Emmanuel quickly. Like, so and I, I think that just... may be the reason they haven't extended him yet because they do want to – we talked about it. Uh, Ian Begley reported it. We talked about it on the show. The Knicks are expected to heavily, con uh, heavily pursue an in-season trade for a star. And, and quickly maybe your best chip to do that. Definitely. Because he's got more value than RJ. I think he does. I, and I honestly don't even think it's relatively close. Yeah, I don't think it's either. Um, and QG's probably got a little more. So, therefore, if, if, if they don't extend quickly. So, if they, don't ex if they don't extend quickly, percentage out of 100. 50% I think they traded. I think it's 50-50. Yeah. Johnson U says, I'm going to drop a super chat Bomber oh. on opening night live stream. 
That's scary. That is I don't scary. know what that means, but that's scary. My man Rob Rod dropped 200 today. Peter Wynn 100. Rob, uh, CPJ 100. The juice is The juice back. is back. The juice is back on the channel. Last three live streams have kind of went crazy. Last three live streams have gotta be got have been crazy, and it's been September. I can't, they better make another run this season, dude. Those playoff watch parties I were know. so freaking fun, man. That was the most fun I've ever had watching the Knicks. That Cavs series. That dude, oh, game like, one versus the Cavs, I think it was the most fun I, I had doing a watch it, party was, that last year. That was during year. the NFL draft, right? Like, that was right in the same. Because remember, if yeah, were, right around it. Right game around six it. Six would have been like us having to work. I just remember, uh, I just remember the Josh Hart step back. Yeah. Josh Hart step back three, and he's limping, <laughs> and he's limping. Josh Hart, fucking love that dude. I love, I love that dude. Benjamin Dover says, when is the first game? Um, first game preseason is October 9th. I think the first regular season game is like October twenty fifth or something like that. October twenty sixth. The return. That was that stream, Johnson. You that was the Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, when they went back and forth. Because I was kicked off Knicks for like two months. Was that game one or the regular season game? The regular season. Oh yeah, game Brunson I, had like forty-eight, Mitchell had like thirty-nine. And that was when we were battling Raiders in Michigan. Yeah, that stream was <laughs> that, electric. That was crazy. That was when Peter went. Everyone went crazy. Everybody did. Everyone went crazy. Everyone, everyone. That was a game when we went out after. Yeah, I was blacked <laughs> out. I was blacked out. Oh, Nope says, I'll be happy Christmas Day. A full day with Marsh on two different channels. Yeah, it'll be fun. Wish I could be with the fam, but you know what? Duty calls. Duty calls. <laughs> I'm going to have a fun Christmas watching my Knicks and my Giants get fucking pummeled by the Eagles. No way. Like, why would they do – what did I do wrong in a past life to have to watch the Giants get dominated by the Eagles on freaking Christmas? That's actually the game. Oh. The Grinch is going to steal Christmas this year. Jesus. And I think the Knicks play the Bucks. That could be double L's. That could be double blowout L's. Yeah, Christmas That's is going to be rough. Christmas is going to be rough. Yeah. It's not going to – no Christmas for Marsh and I this year. None. None. CPJ says, what do you think about the Dame news? Is it smoke or real? Just want to know your thoughts. <sighs> Does he get traded before opening night? I say yes. And I think it's to the Raptors. I think he's a Raptor, dude. If they're giving you OG and Anobi, why would you ever even consider Jaime Jaquez? Do the Raptors want to do that? They freaking better because OG ain't re-signing in the offseason. He already changed agents to CAA. He might be a Nick. It's I, not via trade. I, I'm starting to lean no. Lean no? Yeah. Like, like, you think he plays game one with the Blazers? I don't know if he plays, but I bet you, I bet you he's on that team. I'll tell you what, they're, they're not sending him. Damian Lillard is not playing for the Heat. I, th I think that's almost... And that is, that's good enough for Christmas for me. <laughs> yeah, that's good be, enough for Christmas for me, say, CPJ. If Dame does go to Miami, I'll be pissed. JJ's right. Dame to Portland, or he, he echoes what I'm saying. I don't know if it's technically right, but Dame to Portland makes sense for both teams. Portland needs wings, which is what Toronto has to offer. 
CPJ says, why would you say that? Say what exactly? Say what exactly? Why I think he's going to the Raptors? Why do I think that? Because I think that the best player they can get at a trade right now is OG Ananobi. You could go OG, Grady Dick, and two or three first, and it gets it done instantly. Yeah. Agreed. Then you go Dame, Siakam, Scotty Barnes. Why do I think he doesn't play for the Heat? Because everything I have heard, the, the Blazers don't want to trade him to the Heat. And the Heat aren't willing to give up all their assets. Like, the deal would have been done. It would have been done already. What more are the Heat going to offer at this point? That's true. Nobody wants Jaime Hawkes. No one wants freaking Jaime Hawkes. Jovic, that bloated-ass Kyle Lowry contract, no. and those sorry-ass picks that the Heat have to offer. Yeah. Their package stinks. And they're just hoping a third team gets in and can take Hero. and send. Them yeah, they don't even want Hero. The, the, the Blazers don't want Hero. Johnson, you says Lowry is expiring. So is Evan Fournier. Ain't nobody calling for him. And with all the guards they have in Portland, Lowry's not touching the floor. Yeah. He might get bought out. Dame and Simons for Siakam and OG? No, nah, they ain't doing that. I think it's just Dame for OG, a young player, and picks. It's a pretty damn good return That's for great. a player that doesn't want to be there and he's 34 years Just old. Just getting OG is a great return. Yeah. Pair OG up with Scoot and uh, Shade and Sharp. Dude, that's going to be one of the most athletic one, two, three combos. If your starting lineup is Dame, or excuse me, Scoot, Shade and Sharp, OG, uh, Jeremy Grant, and you either have Nurkic or there's rumors that they may trade for Aiden, like, that's a team that could, like, in two years compete in the West, in my well, opinion. Uh, Jeremy Grant, too. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy Grant the four. And you still have Gary, uh, you still have, the. Uh, there's another shooter that they have. Gary that, Trent? Uh, they would still have Simons coming off the bench. Simons. Simons that's who I was thinking of. Simons coming off the bench. Yeah, Dame with Siakam and Barnes. That's a, that's a good team in the East, Jakob man. Pirtle too. Jakob Pirtle, Dame, Siakam, Barnes, who's a bum in my opinion, uh, just because he shit-talked Quentin Grimes. He's actually a good player. All righty. Let's go to this segment right here. This is uh, from a couple of days ago, but I haven't been able to share my opinion on it. Zach Lowe of ESPN, who I think is probably their most intelligent basketball guy. I wonder why. Seriously, though. Who, <laughs> who at ESPN is, has better takes than Zach Lowe? <laughs> who? Name him. I'd love to hear it. Is it, is it uh, the only uh... one that might be better is Bobby Marks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Bobby Marks, <laughs> yeah. who said that uh, the Knicks could win the finals. <laughs> Definitely not Richard Jefferson. It's not Richard Jefferson. Is it Stephen A.? It's not Stephen A. Is it uh, Malika Andrews? Give me Malika. Malika don't know ball. She's bad as shit, but she don't know ball. That's a good point. Stephen A., LOL. Exactly. Stephen A. Like. I'm not even talking about what he said today. Seriously, though, I do think Zach Lowe is the best NBA take artist they have. Because yeah. he watches ball. He actually watches ball. Damn sure ain't Perkins. Of course. <laughs> all my man is doing is talking about wings all the time. Johnson U says, how you feel about Dame with... Uh, I think Dame and Grady would be a good duo. I think Dame and Grady would be a good duo. Dame and Grady would be a good duo. Dame and Grady would be a good duo. They would uh Dame with Dame They would be though. hitting it hitting it from deep. He would be hitting. 
they'd be hitting it from deep. And like, how awesome would it be to see Dame cry and cry and cry about a trade and they ship him out of the country? That'd be sick. Popovich style with Ka- Kawhi Leonard. I just, dude, like, what if Dame goes to Toronto and he requests a trade to Miami? You think, you, you think, uh, Masai Ujiri's doing no, that? You can sit yeah, here. Sit here or we're not going to pay you. You're going to miss games? We don't pay you. Honestly, my dream, though. If you wanted a no-trade clause, you should have got it in your contract. It's true. You just signed a five-year, $280 million deal. He is. I have lost so much respect for him as a player, as a person. Like Dame Miller wants to talk about how Kevin Durant, what he did was lame, leaving the Warriors. Bruh, you're forcing a team to one trade. Don't act like you're doing some noble thing. The Heat have been to the finals two times in four years, and they just went to the finals. Yeah. Like he acts like he's joining some sorry ass team. No. I, and I get it, the KD thing. It's annoying, but like you're doing the same exact thing almost. Same thing. It, is KD doing it to a stronger degree? Yes, but you're literally. But that's also just because KD's better than Dame. And he was a free agent. Yeah. Whatever. Dame's a little. I'm I'm growing sour on Dame. He used to be one of my favorite players in the league. It's kind of he's kind of a douche. And his bars suck. He can't rap. He can't rap for shit. Oh my god, the Heat would be my most hated. If the Dame, if the oh Heat get god. Dame, root oh them? my god, I'm would, gonna hate the Heat so much. I would much. root for injuries for the Heat. Uh, that's, no. how, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, I'm not that's so crazy. serious. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, let's just tweak that ankle right before the. Di- oh, oh, chill, <laughs> chill, 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 chill. That's crazy. All righty, let's see what uh, ESPN's best analyst uh, Zach Lowe had to say about the New York Knicks. Zach Lowe of ESPN thinks the New York Knicks can make the Eastern Conference Finals. Can they? I'm going to give you my take on this as you're watching Knicks Now by Chat Sports. I'm your host, Marshall Green. Appreciate everybody for stopping in. If you haven't yet, subscribe and turn your notifications on free. Knicks videos every day, and we go live for almost every game day on the channel. Look, I'm just going to say this. Whether it's because of this quote, which it's not, Zach Lowe knows ball. Zach Lowe knows ball. I think he's the best ball knower of anybody at ESPN. Better than Perkins. Better than Stephen A. Better than sorry-ass Tim Legler. Um, Maybe J.J. Redick is up there as well. But Zach Lowe is one of the most professional workers that covers the NBA for ESPN. And he said this about the Knicks. They won a playoff series last season. They demolished the Cleveland Cavaliers. They competed hard against Miami in the second round. I 100% agree with Zach Lowe. And I'm at this point. I'm tired of the disrespect that the New York Knicks continue to get in the national media. If any other team in the NBA did what the Knicks did last year, first year of a true retooling and rebuild, beat a team on the road handily in five games like the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they did it, with the youngest playoff rotation of the teams that made it to the second round of the playoffs, everybody would talk, be talking about, oh, the Knicks are really good. They're really young. They're going to get better. They're a prime spot for a star. They're a team I'm leading on in the Eastern Conference. But because it's the Knicks, everyone wants to hate on. Look at this tweet from my guy, IQ for three. Tag, give him a follow. Really good account. The average age in rotation among second round playoff teams this past year, the Knicks were the youngest. They also took the Eastern Conference final winner to six games. And they did it without Julius Randle playing. They did it without 
Emmanuel quickly. And they did it where they hurt Jalen Brunson, who cooked them for 90 points in back-to-back closeout games. It's ridiculous the hate they get. I'm right there with Zach. I think this team can make a run. Do you? Can the Knicks make the Eastern Conference Finals this year? Can the Knicks make the Eastern Conference Finals this year? I want to hear from you. Type Y for yes. Type N for no. It's going to be the pinned comment on today's video. So you're about to get hit with a YouTube ad break. And when you do, let the ad play. Scroll on down and let me know. Can the Knicks make the Eastern Conference Finals? I think it is safe to say the top of the East has somewhat fallen off a little bit. There's just a lot of turmoil across the top of the East. And I thought Zach Lowe, best reporter on ESPN once again, said this. If I'm a Knicks optimist, which I am, Philadelphia, they're a mess. Milwaukee, they're facing some pressure. Boston, they got to reinvent themselves around Kristaps Porzingis, Tingus Pinkus, some injury-prone guys. Miami, they still don't have Dame Willard. They got Heat Culture, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo, but don't have Damian Lillard yet. Why can't we wake up in May and the New York Knicks are in the conference finals? Maybe not the finals. That might be a little bit too much. But why not go to the conference finals? This is a good deep team and well coached. They're going to grind defensively. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with Mr. Zach Lowe. The East is wide open. I'm not afraid of the Sixers. I'm not afraid of the Pee Wee Cleveland Cavaliers who we just bodied in Quicken Loans Arena, made easy work in five games. Easy work. That's what Jalen Brunson had when he faced up against Darius Garland. The East is wide open. I'm going to tell you in a second how the New York Knicks can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. But first, I got to let you guys in on a secret. If you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, PrizePix is going to match your initial deposit of up to $100. So if you put in $100 in your account at prizepix.com slash CLNS, use a promo code CLNS, they're going to give you $100 for free. Take advantage of the deal before it does expire. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. PrizePix is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling versus thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this NFL season, and I can't wait to do it once the NBA gets rolling. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. I've been playing Prize Picks recently, and I have no idea why I waited so long. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select players' projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football and NBA season. So this is all it is. PrizePix, they set a stat total, and you literally just choose more or you choose less. You could do two, you could do in between two and six players. The more players you include, the higher your payout is going to be. Get hooked up with PrizePix. Do it at prizepix.com slash CLNS. I thought what Zach Lowe said here was extremely accurate. If the Knicks want to make the Eastern Conference Finals, they need a certain player to stand up and step up and be a better player than he ever has been. He said this, the big obstacle for them in the playoffs, assuming they get back, 
is Julius Randle has to play better. He's 34% from the field in his career for the playoffs. He's been there twice. He shot poorly both times. That's the next level for him and them. But the NBA Finals, that's a little too much. But he does think they can make the Eastern Conference Finals. And the way they can do that is Julius Randle needs to be much better than he has been in the 13 games that he has played for the New York Knicks in the playoffs. Because, to be blunt, he's been bad. He's been awful, and he's been the Achilles heel on why the Knicks have not been able to get to a conference finals since, what, 2000? Uh, at least since he came a part of this team. When you look at what Randall has done or the lack of what he's done, it's 17-10, and 10, which looks good, but he has more turnovers per game than assists per game, and he shoots 34% from the field and 27% from downtown. What's crazy is, though, Randall, when it comes to two of the last three seasons, is, in my opinion, a top 25 player in the NBA. And I think that's reflected in the fact that he's made two All-NBA teams in two of the last three years. The dude's going to get you 25-10 and 10 in the regular season. Sometimes he'll get you four assists. Sometimes he'll get you six assists. We saw, saw him shoot more threes than he ever has in his NBA career this past year, and he knocked it down at 34% solid percentage. I believe those percentages go up. Has he been bad in the playoffs? Absolutely. Nobody's going to give him any pass for that. Maybe you can say his ankle injury is a reason why, and that's more of a reason than an excuse, but at the end of the day, he has to be better. I'll say this, and I'll stand on it. If regular season Julius Randle shows up in the playoffs, the Knicks can win the Eastern Conference, not just get to the Eastern Conference Finals. If you have Julius Randle averaging 25-10-5 on 45% from the field and 36% from downtown, he can do it. And if he can do that and Brunson does what he does in the playoffs, the Knicks can win the Eastern Conference. I really do believe that. Uh, I think you'd have one of the best duos in the NBA. We saw Brunson absolutely cook the Miami Heat, the best defense in the East last year, the best coach in the East last year, and arguably the NBA. The dude averaged 31-6-6 six six against the Heat. He averaged 24-5-5, and 24-4-5-4, excuse me, against the Cavs, and he was lights out. He was doing it on a hurt ankle. If you pair that Jalen Brunson, with a regular season Randall in the playoffs, uh, yeah, that team, they can win the East in my opinion. The teams that I think that the Knicks would have to get through the East are these, and these are the concerns that I have with those teams. Knicks versus Bucks, my biggest concern is size. The Milwaukee Bucks are one of the biggest teams in the NBA with Brooke Lopez, Giannis, as well as Bobby Portis. And the Knicks right now are somewhat of a smaller team with Josh Hart coming off the bench at the four. So my only concern, or the biggest concern, I would say, against the Bucks is their sheer size and the fact that they have Giannis, who, when healthy, is an unstoppable player. When it comes to the Heat, the thing that I'm most worried about is Eric Spolster, just because I think he is a much better coach than Tom Thibodeau, and I think that his schemes in the playoffs are a little bit better. I think it's fair to say Tibbs got out coached by Eric Spolstra, which isn't a bad thing. Spolster may be the best in the NBA. If the Heat get Dame, though, I am a little bit worried about that team because Dame, Jimmy, and Bam maybe the best trio in this league. The Celtics, the concern I have with them for the Knicks is their wing scoring between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Do the Knicks have a couple of good wing defenders? Yes, Josh Hart, but he's six foot four. RJ Barrett's not really a good wing defender. Dante DiVincenzo is, but he's six foot four. When you're playing up against a guy like Jason Tatum, who's six foot ten, and Jalen Brown, who's six foot six, the lack of a true six foot eight, six foot nine wing defender that the Knicks don't have is what my concern is against the Boston Celtics. I'm really not worried about the Philadelphia 76ers, but if I did have a worry against them, it would be Joel Embiid. 
uh, and, and the ability for him to get the Knicks in foul trouble. We've seen that in some regular season games. Mitchell Robinson hasn't been able to do that great of a job versus Joel Embiid. Isaiah Hartenstein, that's asking a lot of him. And Jericho Sims is still a young buck learning, this, learning the league. I think the Sixers, my biggest concern is how Embiid get the Knicks in foul trouble. So for the Bucks, it's size. For the Heat, it's coaching and potentially getting Dame. The Celtics, it's stopping Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. For the 76ers, it's Joel Embiid. What team in the East scares you the most, though? What team in the East scares you the most? I would say it's the Bucks, just because of Giannis. I do like what Mitchell Robinson did versus Giannis last year in the regular season. I think it may be tough to ask him to do that for seven games, and then you're susceptible to being beat on the glass because they're still going to have Brooke Lopez out there. They could even put Lopez as well as Portis and Giannis out there as once. So I'll ask you, what team in the East scares you the most? Give me a team down in the comment section right now. Remember, you could also give me a follow over on Twitter at MarshallGreen underscore. I'm trying to up my Twitter game. I want more Knicks fans to give me a follow. I want to follow some Knicks fans back. So give me a follow, and if you DM me Eastern Conference Finals, after you give me a follow, I'll give you a follow back.